Hello, you are listening to the Plumfield Moms, and this is Saturday Morning Coffee. We Become Like Our Idols, a reflection by Diane Pendergraft, posted September 30th, 2023. All scripture quotes are from the English Standard Version unless otherwise noted. Quote, Why should the nation say, Where is their God? Our God is in the heavens. He does all that he pleases. Their idols are silver and gold, the work of human hands. They have mouths but do not speak, eyes but do not see. They have ears but do not hear, noses but do not smell. They have hands but do not feel, feet but do not walk, and they do not make a sound in their throat. Those who make them become like them, so do all who trust in them. End quote. Psalm 115, verses 2 through 8. Those who make idols become like them? In chapter 44 of Isaiah, verses 9 through 20 are devoted to describing those who fashion their own idols. A carpenter begins the process by choosing a tree he will allow to grow for his purpose. He carefully designs his figure, cuts down the tree he has selected, and shapes it into a beautiful figure of a man. With the leftover wood, he makes a fire to cook with and to heat his house. Knowing that he has made this idol with his own hands, he then falls down before it to worship and pray to this block of wood. Isaiah says people who do this, quote, shall be terrified, they shall be put to shame together, end quote. One of the most disturbing instances of idol worship in the Old Testament is when the Israelites were waiting at the foot of Mount Sinai for Moses to come back down. They decided Moses wasn't coming back, so they demanded that Aaron make them a god. And he did. Quote, And they made a calf in those days and offered a sacrifice to the idol and were rejoicing in the works of their hands. End quote. Acts 7.41 It's easy for us to wonder what in the world was wrong with those Israelites. They had recently witnessed their creator miraculously plague their captors. They had seen the cloud that baffled the Egyptian army while the entire nation of Israel crossed the Red Sea on dry land. They had eaten manna and had drunk water that poured from a rock. And yet, when circumstances became a bit uncomfortable, the people who had witnessed God's mighty works reverted to their ingrained way of thinking. Like children not yet able to comprehend anything they can't see or touch, they preferred the work of their own hands. Oh, those silly, childish Israelites. Thank God we aren't like that. Truly, if you can say without hesitation you aren't like that, thank God. I feel the need to examine my heart. Mouths that do not speak. Most of us have mouths that speak much more than we need to or ought to. That doesn't mean we're really saying anything. Who knows what might come out of our mouths if we speak before we think like a mindless statue. If we aren't speaking the truth in love, It would be better if our mouths were merely painted on our faces or chiseled out of solid wood or molded in metal. Eyes that don't see. We live in an amazing time. If our eyes don't work as well as they should, we can get glasses, contacts, even surgery to perfect our eyesight. What good is excellent vision if we don't really look at what is around us, if we don't try to see through the lens of Jesus? Ears that don't hear. Paul warned Timothy, For the time is coming when people will not endure sound teaching, but having itching ears they will accumulate for themselves teachers to suit their own passions, and will turn away from listening to the truth and wander off into myths. 2 Timothy 4 verses 3 through 4 Lord, let that not be true of me. Noses that don't smell 
It might sound a bit strange to talk about having noses that don't smell. I've known a few people, very few, who were born without a sense of smell. In the past few years, more people have experienced that phenomenon, at least temporarily, and now understand the implications of not being able to smell. But what comes to my mind is the way we Americans dull our senses by insisting on covering up every single unpleasant smell. We wear perfume and deodorant, and use flavored toothpaste and mouthwash, pretending that we don't really have natural bodily functions with unpleasant smells. It might seem like common decency to cover up less pleasant smells with what we perceive to be more pleasant smells, but when I step into my front yard and nearly choke on the smell of my neighbor's scented fabric softener wafting from their dryer vent, I have to wonder what we are doing to ourselves. What besides natural bodily functions are we failing to perceive? What are we hiding? Hands that don't feel. There are several ways to look at this. Do we know how to do anything constructive with our hands anymore? Are we willing to touch people we perceive to be less than clean? Who or what are our hands working for? Are they too delicate for a hearty work for the Lord? Feet that don't walk. Do our feet bring good news? Are they wearing the shoes that are the piece of good news? Are they walking by the Spirit? If not, what good are they? Throats that don't make sounds. Quote, Let the godly exult in glory. Let them sing for joy on their beds. Let the high praises of God be in their throats. End quote. Psalm 149, 5 and 6. Quote, I tell you, if these were silent, the very stones would cry out. End quote. Luke 19, 40. I'll close these thoughts the way the Apostle John closed his first letter. Quote, Little children, keep yourselves from idols. End quote. 1 John 5, 21.